let's um, let's welcome Brian and Deanne Rose, who will lead us in Hebrew prayers and worship. Yeah. And we'll say Shabbat Shalom. And God willing, after the worship, we'll join back in with you. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Thank you for joining us tonight. Ladies, if you would like to, please join me in the lighting of the Shabbat candles. Barukata Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Asher Kitshanu Bivaracha, Venatam Lanu et Yeshua Mishicheinu, Vetzivanu Laihut, Ola Olam, Amen. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us in your word and given us Yeshua our Messiah and commanded us to be light to the world. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deanne. And hello, everyone. Welcome to our home, Shabbat Shalom. It's wonderful that you've joined us together. Uh, let's continue our Shabbat service tonight with the Veshamru. The Veshamru is the scriptural basis for why we gather together every week on Shabbat. The children of Israel shall keep the Shabbat, observing it throughout their generations as an everlasting covenant. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, and from one Shabbat to another, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord.
let's join together with our beautiful Shema. You can stand and turn and face the east as well, facing Jerusalem. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevod Malchuto Le'olam va'ed. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed is the name of his glorious kingdom for all eternity. Amen. And now please join us as we begin our time of worship this evening. Lord, you are high and lifted up. 
You are highly exalted. The name above all names, Lord. We love you, Father. We praise you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for sustaining us and bringing us bringing us to this time. Thank you, Father, for your presence that is always with us in times that are easy and peaceful and also during times that are very, very difficult and very conflicted. Thank you, Father, that you are the God who is present, who knows us who knows our situations and who truly cares. Thank you, Father. And even though we don't always understand what you're doing or even what we should be doing, Lord, we know that we can put our faith in you. We know, Lord, that you are our strong tower, our guide, our guardian, our shepherd, our father, and Lord, we know that you are the mighty king, the king of all kings. You are the Lord of all lords, high and lifted up. And Father, we take refuge in that. Father, we let our hearts be filled with your peace because you are the Prince of Peace. You are the one who takes crooked ways and makes them straight. You are the one that is the light to our path. You are the light to our path, Lord. And we bless you, Lord. We bless you, Father. I'd like to encourage all of you, wherever you are, whatever's going on around you, whoever you're with, I'd like to ask you to come together and truly enter into worship right now. This is a very special time. It's a time that the Lord has set aside for, for us to connect with him, to remember who we are, to remember that we belong to him, and to remember that we are a part of a community, of a mishpochah, fellow believers, people who have put their faith in him, who trust him. And so I encourage you not to just sit casually by, but enter into worship right now. Join with us and worship the living God, the one who loves you and the one who is with you right now. Oh, 
Shabbat Shalom, Mishpacha again. Good evening, everyone, and again, welcome to our home. Today we have some technical difficulties, issues, but I'm happy that we, we are able to, to have our service and we are able to be together. So uh, today's Torah portion, Riyya, Behold, and it's, it is in Deuteronomy chapter 11 uh, from verse 26 to... Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 17. So I see we have 25 people watching us today. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat Shalom. So in this chapter of the Torah, we learn of several principles we should follow if we want to um, experience the Lord's blessings on our lives. And it's very important principles, very important parts. So I will read some verses from chapter 12 of Deuteronomy. And I want to ask you to open it with me and um, to read it with me. So it's in chapter 12, Deuteronomy, verse 13, 14, and also verse 18. Be careful that you do not offer your burnt offerings in any place you see. Rather, do so only in the place Adonai chooses in one of your tribes. There you are to offer your burnt offerings, and there you are to do 
all I am commanding you. And verse 18. Rather, you are to eat them before Adonai your God in the place Adonai your God chooses. And you will rejoice before Adonai your God in every undertaking of your hand. So deep, so interesting. Two ideas go together. First idea, go to the place Adonai your God chooses to bring your sacrifices. And the second idea, rejoice before Adonai, before your Lord, before your God. So first idea, the Lord put the tabernacle of Moses and later the temple in the heart of Israel. The whole life of the people was built around the temple and its ministry, everything. What was the special, so special about this place? We know that so many things happened in the temple, but one of the most important parts of the temple, only there would the Lord accept a sacrifice. Only in the Mishkana and later in the temple, it was possible to receive forgiveness and to perform a Yom Kippur service. You remember Yom Kippur, to bring the blood of atonement before the face of the Lord and pray for all the nations of the world. It was possible only in the temple. The Lord was there to accept the sacrifice. It is very important to understand that the sacrifice was necessary for a sin offering. And without sharing of blood is no forgiveness of sins. It was the place where people were able to be reconciled with the Lord. And also, through the commandments, they were able to reconcile with each other. So, temple at that time, Mishkana, was the place of God's mercy and love to everyone. Not only to Jewish people, but to all the people of the world. And this is why the Lord gathered all of Israel at the temple three times a year. It was a commandment. It was obvious for all Israel. So that everyone would be used and united as a nation around sacrifice and ministry to the Lord. Everyone was, was, would be used to come to the temple to be united together. So it was in the ancient Israel time. What about today? We know that there is no longer temple uh, because it was destroyed. Uh, because there is no temple, there is no sacrifice in the temple. And we know it for 2,000 years, we don't have temple and temple sacrifices. And we have, as a Messianic believers, we have an answer for this. We as Messianic believers know that today we are redeemed by the great sacrifice of the Messiah. It is a good news for us, who redeemed us once and forever. He, Yeshua, the Messiah, is our atonement. He is our Redeemer. He is the great sacrifice for us all. In the uh, book of John, Brita Hadasha, New Testament, Yohanan, John, it was his English name. His uh, <laughs> real name was Yohanan. In Russian, uh, Ivan. So John chapter 2 verse 19, Yeshua says these words, destroy this temple 
Yeshua answered them, And in three days I will raise it up. And verse 21, But he was talking about the temple of his body. We know from the history and we know from the scriptures, from the Brita Hadashah, that the temple in Jerusalem was the prophetic picture of the great sacrifice on Golgotha. Yeshua came to fulfill the main purpose of the temple. And today, he is our temple. And also, he is the sacrifice for us. Not only the temple, but he is the main sacrifice for all of us. The heart of the scriptures in these words of Yeshua, and this is one of my favorite place of scriptures. It's in John chapter 12. And if you want to know how the Lord is viewing you, how is he is look at you, you can open these words with me. It's John chapter 12, verse 47. If anyone hears my words but doesn't keep them, I do not judge him. And the second part, the main important part, for I came to save the world, not to judge the world. Yeshua came not to judge the world. Yeshua came to save the world. It was his first coming. The second time he will come as a judge, but now is the time of mercy. Now is the time of salvation. Now is the time of his love towards me, towards you, towards every one of us. We need to come to him. It is so simple. At the same book, book of John, Yohanan, chapter 3, verse 17. Please open with me. 3.17. God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. You remember this story when he was crucified and people were around him mocking him and that they were telling him so do something do something come here and show that you are the the son of god but he through his death he saved them he saved the world he's no judge he's our merciful savior in ancient days the temple was a place of mercy for all people of the world Today, Yeshua is the place of mercy. His name is salvation for us. Love and mercy from God are in these words. I came to save the world, not to judge the world. Mazel Tov, Yeshua came to save the world, not to judge the world. He is your and he is my salvation today on this place. So the scripture tells us that now we are together a living temple in which the Holy Spirit wishes to live. We know all know this place of scripture from 1 Peter, actually, uh, Shimon, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5. You also, as living stones, congratulations, we are living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Messiah Yeshua. No longer does the Lord live inside walls made of stones. He lives in a temple 
made of hearts. He lives in us. Right now, in this place, today, He is with us. He is inside of us. And the second part I want to share with you a couple minutes today. First thing, we are coming to the place the Lord chose to us. It is His body. It is body of Messiah, congregation of living stones, made of living stones. And the second part, how can we come to him? How may we come to him? How are we supposed to come to him? With what heart? Making a joyful sacrifice to the Lord. Verse 18, again, I want to repeat it from today's Torah portion. Rather, you are to eat them before Adonai your God in the place Adonai your God chooses. And you will rejoice before Adonai your God in every undertaking of your hand. Again, and you will rejoice, joyful heart. How important it is for us to remember who saved us, to thank the Savior for his forgiveness, his redemption. How important to rejoice every minute we live, to be ever grateful for every opportunity to be the house of God. We are house of the Lord because he lives in us. In book of Devarim, it's Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 47. I want to briefly read this place of scripture. It's very deep, but we don't have time to, to go there for the long time. Deuteronomy 28, 47, 48. Instead of serving Adonai your God with joy and goodness of heart, out of the abundance of everything, you will serve your enemies whom Adonai will send against you in hunger and thirst, in nakedness and lacking everything. And we know what's happening next. So be careful. It turns out that serving the Lord without a joyful heart, uh, it is a serious problem, which means that it is extremely important for us today to keep right attitude in our hearts. We need to keep right attitude in our hearts. We need to remember that the Lord he is the Lord of our life. We need to have joy of the Lord because it is a gift for us. Psalm 100, probably the best instructions for us how to, how to come to the Lord, with what heart to come to the Lord. I want to read only first and second verse, but whole psalm, it's so deep, so interesting psalm. A psalm of thanksgiving. Shout joyfully to Adonai all the earth. If you're living on this earth, so shout, shout joyfully. This is to you. Serve Adonai with gladness. Come before his presence with joyful singing. We know this song. Ivdu et Hashem besimcha boli fan of birnana. Serve the Lord with joy and come into his presence. We can uh, translate these words serve with joy. Also, serve the Lord in joy. And also, we can translate it, serve the Lord through joy. When something is hard for you and doesn't work out according to plan, that is the time to find strength into the Lord and practice Psalm 100. Serve the Lord through joy. Please remember this fundamental truth of the Bible. This is very simple, but it is very important. When we keep our hearts in His joy, we are serving Him. 
It is pleasant to him. He is pleased with us. When he sees our joyful, grateful hearts, he's pleased with us. Then, and only then, our ministry to the Lord will be fruitful and complete. One of the interesting places is in John chapter 15. We know this chapter. It's a beautiful chapter. Wonderful message from Yeshua about bearing the fruit to the Lord in his joy. We know first verse, for example, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. Verse 2, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he trims so that it may bear more fruit. And all the chapter speaks about fruit, fruitfulness in the Lord. And verse 11, at the same, um, same context, we can read verse 11. These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be full. Can you see here? Bearing the fruit of the Lord connected to his joy. It is a joy to be fruitful in the Lord, with the Lord, to be his branch, to be part of his vine. It is a great joy. And you know what? The source of our joy is so unique, so phenomenal, because it is found only in God. It is not cast, it is, this joy is not cast by any worldly influence. On the contrary, when we must endure the trials of the world, it is this divine joy that helps us to endure his presence, his joy. So I want to finish with, uh, I want to end with one place of scripture. It is book of Habakkuk, chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. And tomorrow I want to share much more about joy of the Lord. And we'll go into very interesting uh, uh, places of the scripture about enemies of joy. And we'll, we'll look tomorrow. But today I want to finish, I want to end with Habakkuk, uh, chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. And... Please listen to it with open heart. It is so, so important to remember for us. And it's actually verse 17. Though the fig tree does not blossom, and if uh, Zoom will not connect to Facebook, <laughs> it doesn't matter. And there is no yield on the vines. Though the olive crop fail, and the fields produce no fruit, the flock is cut off from the fold, and there is no cattle in the stalls. Stalls. Verse 18. Yet I will triumph, triumph in Adonai. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. The secret is I will rejoice not in all these things, though it's very important to have everything in our lives, to have food, to have clothes, to have uh, money, to have everything. But the main importance is to have the Lord. And think about it. The key to these verse, verses, it is here. I will rejoice in the God, and the end of this verse, of my salvation. Not somebody's salvation, but my salvation. The God of my salvation. And I want to remind you, the name of Yeshua is salvation. He is our Savior. He is our salvation. So 
Mazel Tov with this beautiful service with this evening and Shabbat Shalom and let's welcome Rabbi David. Thank you, Rabbi Yuri. Wonderful to be together with everyone and I congratulate everyone who has been uh, persevering, everyone who has done everything necessary so that you could be watching on YouTube live tonight. Mazel Tov to all of you. We're working together so that we can be together on this Shabbat. I want to pray a prayer of blessing over you. And if you have family with you, you can gather together now. We're going to move our uh, traditional time of blessing to Friday nights as we're doing live from home and live from the sanctuary on Saturdays. And we're trying to um, have a pretty tight format there. And when um, we gather together on live from home, whether we're using Facebook Live or we're using YouTube Live on Friday nights, we want to have a time of blessing. And I want to pray for you and for your family that we would all be good listeners. And this is connected to a passage from the Haftorah portion this week, Isaiah 55, verse 3. And I want to share this scripture with you. It says this, open your ears and come to me. Listen well and you will live. This is so interesting. Open your ears, come to me and listen well. So here's the promise, then you will live. The implication is we all need to become really good listeners. We can't become hearers and doers of the word if we don't hear the word too. So we want to listen with attention. We want to listen carefully. We want to engage ourselves. And I want to pray for you and pray for me and for all of us that we would be really good listeners, that we could listen to people we agree with and listen to people we disagree with, that our children would listen to us, that we could listen to them, that we could listen to our family members, that we could listen to the mishpocha to one another here in the congregation. That's my hope and the blessing I, I want to pray for you. So let, let's pray this way. Lord, we want to be good listeners. We want to be great listeners. And so we're praying for ourselves that our ears would be open and that we would come to you and we would listen well. That's what we want. Lord, I pray that you would bless us by removing the obstacles to good listening, remove the bad attitudes and the bad habits that we have, and let us become good listeners who listen carefully, who listen accurately, and who also show the importance of those who we're listening to by the way that we give attention. We pray this in the name of Yeshua, and we thank you for your promises. Lord, we thank you that we will live because we're listening to you. And we know this, that the one who builds his house on the rock is the one who hears the words of Yeshua and puts those words into practice. We want to be such people, good listeners and good doers of the word as well. So that's my hope and prayer for you. I want to give you a few prayer updates, update on Maria Perez, who had successful surgery for her aneurysm um, in Mexico this week, and she's recovering well and doing quite well. She sends her thank yous to everyone who's been praying for her. We want to pray for a complete recovery for her. It'll take a few more weeks for her to fully recover, and then we're hoping and looking forward to her return. We want to pray tonight as well for James White and for his family. James' father passed away, 
and we want to ask the Lord to pour out mercy and comfort for him. So let's start with those two. Lord, we thank you for Maria Perez. We thank you for her successful surgery. We ask for a complete recovery for her in Yeshua's name. And we pray for James White, for Vanessa, for the whole family, as they are mourning the passing of James' dad, that you would be a comforter, Right now, you would pour out compassion upon them, and you would bring your consolation to their hearts. Let them receive comfort from you and from one another, we pray in Yeshua's name. Amen. We also want to pray for Kat Ott's dad and for Dexter Siegler's dad. Kat Ott's dad was going into surgery late this afternoon in the Atlanta area. He's had some amputations of toes because of infections connected to uh, diabetes and complications. And there is an issue around his knee, which was an artificial knee that had been replaced. The doctors were doing some surgery today to determine what they need to do next. And so we want to pray for him and for good outcomes for him. Dexter's dad, Dexter Siegler's dad is battling cancer. He had the surgical removal of cancer and he's recovering. And in a couple of weeks, he'll have some more testing to determine if he needs chemo or radiation therapy, but he's doing pretty well. We also want to thank the Lord for Misty Sandoval, who's recovering from COVID-19. And we want to also pray for Laura Stanachek, who's mourning the loss of her dad, who passed away last week. So let's pray for all those. Lord, we lift up Kat Ott's dad. We lift up Dexter Siegler's dad. We lift up Misty Sandoval, and we lift up Laura Stanachek, and we pray, Lord, for your outpouring of healing. We thank you for the good work that you're doing, and we pray that it would be complete and thorough in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, tomorrow morning, I want to share with you, God willing, and Zoom works and Facebook Live works. If not, we will find a way to use YouTube Live, but we will be having a special service tomorrow. It will be live from home and live from the sanctuary. We'll have live worship from the sanctuary. We'll have our cantor, Aaron Jacobs, leading us in Hebrew prayers live as well. And I'm going to be bringing a, a word to you about the untidiness of faith and how we can accept that untidiness and how we can work together in this complex world that we're living in, in order to bring honor and glory to the Lord. I think it'll be useful for you. You will also hear from Rabbi Yuri. It's going to be a wonderful time. Rabbi Yuri and Rabbi Zanina will be leading worship from the sanctuary as well. It's, it's going to be a great time together. So tune in to Facebook at uh, 10.30 tomorrow morning. And if necessary, we'll post the link. If we have to do a workaround with YouTube Live, we'll do that. And we want to encourage you to participate and to be flexible. You know, these are times that demand flexibility, don't they? Well, I want to take a moment to thank everyone who continues to be supportive of the congregation. I want to read to you a scripture from Proverbs chapter 11. This is a scripture that the Lord put on my wife Sandy's heart. Rabbit and Sandy shared this word with me. I want to share it with you. Proverbs 11 verses 24 and 25. It says, there is one who scatters. You can understand scattering this way, who sows seed and yet increases even more. So he sows the seed, 
but he increases. And there's one who withholds more than is right. He sows in a stingy way, and it leads to poverty. And then it says, the generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. It's an interesting scripture, and it teaches us something, that there are times when we need to sow abundantly expecting increase in our lives. And we also need to water, to take care of that seed that we have sown. And that this is like a parallel to the condition of our heart regarding the service to the Lord, our tithes, our offerings. And the Lord is looking for us to be generous. The one who is generous actually um, we'll end up having more than the one who's stingy. It's like the farmer who sows well. The generous one will reap a bigger harvest in the end and have more to show for it. The one who waters will also be watering, be watered himself. So it's a scripture about sowing and watering, and I want to encourage you to continue to bring your tithes to the synagogue, to, to use our online giving platforms, giving fire and PayPal, to use our um, US postal mail, send your tithes and offerings through the post office and also through your bank's bill pay services. You can find out more details about all of those. They're very easy to use and we are doing well and wanna encourage you to use Giving Fire and PayPal as well. They're easy and they're very safe and secure. You can find out all the information by going to our webpage, bethisraelnow.com slash giving. And that will have all the information about how you can participate financially with us. So thank you for your continued support of Beth Israel, for your generosity. Together, we're able to do so much more than we could ever do by ourselves. I want to encourage you to join us tomorrow for Live from Home and Live from the Sanctuary together as we worship with one another from our homes and from the Beth Israel Messianic Synagogue Sanctuary tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. on Saturday. I also want to invite you to watch Cantor Aaron Jacobs' Torah teaser on our Facebook page. And remember that on the first and third Wednesdays of every month, we gather together on the Beth Israel uh, Messianic Synagogue Facebook Mishpocha group page at 6.30 p.m. for time of worship and for prayer. So I'm going to close this time now with Aaron's blessing as we normally do at Beth Israel. Then we'll return uh, to the roses for a final worship song. Let's pray now. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep watch over you and protect you and guard you. The Lord cause the light of his face to shine brightly upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his face to you and give you his peace in the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Thanks for joining with us. Thanks for being flexible and persevering. Now let's go to the Rose Home for a final worship song. They sing the song of
of God and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great, great and marvelous are your words, Lord God Almighty, just and true are your ways, Lord, O King of the saints. Shabbat Shalom.